Brain Buster Boys are brought to you by Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. The, the broadcast is going. Woo! All right. All right, let's um, hit YouTube real quick. Yeah. I would assume it's up there. Yep, Brain Buster Boys live. There we are. Um, here, I can just do a tweet real quick. All right, yeah, I can hear it. And I'll send it out to Azar, to Stetter. We We're good. Oh, we've got one viewer. Hello. Hi, howdy. Yeah. <laughs> We are almost ready to officially start yeah, here. Yeah, no, 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 this is the cold open. This is yeah. literally this is literally the, the cold open. The first live episode of Bra- mm-hmm. first official live episode yeah. of Brainbuster Boys. Yeah, and you get to hear about John and PK and what else? <laughs> what else we got? <laughs> All right, oh. um, I think I'm about ready here. Oh, and we've got our the UW Pod baby. Hey, fellas, saying hello. Just in time. Um, okay, are you ready, bud? Yes, sir. You ready? Let's do it. to the brain buster boys episode 96 we're live my name is brett jagger along with beaumont ram i don't know do you think people want to see what's in my dungeon here i the dungeon of doom absolutely yeah yeah yeah. well i mean it's not really much of a dungeon there's some clothes here and like my cowboy hat there and you know it's it's, i mean you are big sue jackson after all yeah yeah shout out to big sue yeah, and I, I, I like to, I like to tweet of his recently. I mean, yeah. he's a big proponent of Indianapolis local wrestling, and that's awesome. Yes, so are we now. Yes, um, but hey, we're here, we're live, and we've got Brando saying some meth. Oh, there's plenty. <laughs> that's Stetter. Hello, thanks yeah, for joining. Yeah, yeah, there's plenty because he encouraged us to do this when we were with him before Dynamite last week. Yeah. Azar questioning whether we're wearing clothes I mean, or why we're wearing clothes. Well, here's a little nip for you. No, actually, Azar, like literally all my stuff is like a doctor's gown. There's like a little tie but, but, but beside it. Like literally everything I'm wearing is just a front, like my personality. Right? <laughs> and no, I'm not having one of those days where I just don't like where I'm wearing what I'm wearing because Shingo is indeed my daddy. Um <laughs> Yeah, but we're here. Little live stream hype. Thank you all for joining us. The first official episode of Brainbuster Boys that we've done live. I think we did what three, what we called BBB live. You know that weren't like official canon. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, like they, they were a disaster. Despite us, I mean, they weren't a disaster, but like you know, we did raise uh, over a thousand dollars for tornado victims. Yes, 
it, it, a large majority our... from our families but yes 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 we did but, have some outside donations but yeah amidst um all of our production and uh technology issues but now like i think we got it ironed out that's why we got Streamyard, baby yes you know yes. it makes it easy click of a button here we are mm-hmm. on youtube yeah. um subscribe to us on youtube if you haven't already Please. i know we haven't posted a video in 10 months but <laughs> <laughs> that's changing right now and yeah, uh, yeah. You know, the hope is for us to be doing this more often, yeah. you know, maybe getting some bigger groups together that isn't like an official episode. But yeah, we're trying to do some more video shit this year. And uh, well, in StreamYard, you could do this. Yeah, you, you can, can kind this. of walk around. And if you have like you a bunch do... of people, too, you can yeah. like you can yeah. mute you can mute people and kind of fuck with people so. like Micah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um but yeah, uh, this is interesting. This is fun. This is unique. And uh, how how are you? Before we really get into things, it's been kind of a weird podcast schedule lately because yeah, um, we put out our Royal Rumble preview last Friday, so we'd already been to that Dynamite in Lexington, but we haven't discussed it together yet. Yeah. And then I went last night with our buddy Staves as well, so uh, we're going to be talking about both of those, a little Royal Rumble and other things but yeah how are how the hell are you brother well you know it was one of those weeks that you know carried over to uh to monday like a good bit you know it was it was it was um it it was tough i mean we had a big weekend and uh i I went to my dentist appointment and uh everything's good you know my my gums are getting better i have bad gum bleeding by the way hey me too Um, yeah yeah and um they, they give me a very special uh We'll, we'll, we'll do a little plug for this. Gibson Healthcare, um, oral rinse. Um, <laughs> Give me some or, of that or, rinse, or brother. Glucanate. You know, it's a micro, micro um, antimicrobial. Let me turn this right. Interesting. Yeah. How much? Let and, me ask you something. How much do you floss? Never. Yeah, I mean, I barely <laughs> do either because I fucking bleed too much. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, it, it's 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 messed up. Look at this. We got high five time checking in, gentlemen. How the fuck oh, are, you, are you, baby? Yeah. We and, love um, you so and, much. And, and anywho, yeah. Um, so that, um, and then Tuesday. So I, I was fortunate. I wake up at six a.m. to get for school, and then um, there there was ice on the road, so I didn't have to go in then. But we did have an open house, so I did have to go in at 530, which gave me enough time because I had to teach classes online and just chill out for a little bit. And then Wednesday was my first normal day, you know. Yeah. Semi. Yeah. I'd yeah. say I didn't really. I mean, I had to work Tuesday at 230, and I guess by that point I was back alive at least. But, yeah, yeah. what really wasn't until yesterday feeling you know truly normal but then i Mm. went to dynamite so that was tight but uh all of this stems from and i you know we don't really want to talk it talk about it but we've pretty much opened every show the last several shows talking about our beloved cincinnati Bengals, who took a just a gut-wrenching loss in the afc championship but you know i'm not gonna say the refs cost us the game because I don't think they did. There was a lot of shit that happened. But, we had ch- uh, and we had multiple chances had to chances, win the game. We did. But boy, yeah. good old Ron Torbert. He certainly uh, didn't yeah. uh, didn't help our case anyway. No, no. Maybe. Some. I mean, I guess like the calls are less like bad, but more bizarre. You know, especially Look at like this like, insight from Tom here. Water picks are amazing replacement for flossing. Game changer for my previous bleeding gums. What is a water pick? It's like a, I think it like just blasts water like in between. Oh, okay. So, 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 so it's like, a, like, you know, you know how the dentist has that little like nozzle. Yeah, pretty similar. Stetter also singing the praises. So, hey, maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll water be a couple closet. of water pickmen, you know, we'll, but we'll uh, back, out, back yeah. to the, 
the brutal loss at hand. Yeah. Go ahead. I know we cut you off here. No, it's all right. You know, I mean, it was a fun like in game watching environment. You know, the yes. op, you know, like like we had fun last year together having COVID, but like this was like, <laughs> you know, like whenever we would score, we were like, I remember we'd be in a circle around that um coffee it, table yeah just like looking at each other just, just you know just defcon a million yeah yeah moments. yeah yeah the 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 energy was was excellent um, and it is water i think yeah. they put some in the water good food you know good time um but yeah um you know lots it was of uh, beers lots of dope you know you know yeah. how that goes yeah it, it was just it was just tough you know but yeah that um, coffee table being in the middle was strange because like there's what eight eight or so of us in there nine i don't know and yeah everyone would get up and just like looking everyone in the eyes and screaming but it's like there's this big old fucking table in the middle so we can't really like jump and hug each other with glass yeah yeah, yeah. you know it, it, it was it was the um separator yeah yeah you're right stetter they did confirm the holding call and the osi penalty was bullshit because he barely touched him yes yeah. Mahomes was out of bounds but come on that's ticky tack child's mm-hmm. play shit you know but you, uh, you also had said if we won that uh, you would want to go through that glass. So, oh yeah, oh I did say that, didn't I? <laughs> well, then I'm glad we lost. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, you man. know, um, yeah, it, Stetter, it was brutal. Um, I'm curious. So Stetter, who's commenting here, I know he was at a concert <laughs> at the time of the game. Oh, so yeah. I'm curious uh, how oh, your experience went during that. But uh, yeah, like you said, so we had a great time. Great group of people together for that. You know, we got down early like last year, never lost the faith, you know, had a ton of big plays. But, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, just couldn't get the job done. You know, Burrow, we got the ball back with, what, two and a half minutes, timeouts, couldn't couldn't get the first down. Then there was that bullshit block in the back on the punt that they missed as well. But, uh, anywho, and Stetter said it was weird as fuck. <laughs> well, we'll talk uh, separately on here oh are you commenting in there yourself oh, yeah azar <laughs> said i'm gonna end up like the deformed guy from hannibal which who's mason verger you know okay. played by gary oldman actually it was, oh. it's one of the, those roles that gary oldman really sinks into uh-huh. and disappears into where he plays like a guy who like a um, true romance yeah yeah and he's a bad guy too yeah you know, he's he, he's like a guy yeah i don't want to go into like the the surliness of his crimes <laughs> but yeah like hannibal made him like do things that like deformed and maimed him and he wants revenge and the movie Hannibal. Um, but yeah, Mason Berger, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <clears throat> yeah, well now we've got the, the Eagles and the chiefs. Yeah. Um, I guess, we, should we talk about the Joe Mixon? Oh, yeah. Stetter just popped in with that. Yes. We were actually just talking about this before we went live. I guess there's a currently a warrant out for Joe Mixon's arrest. It was from I saw January 21st. So right. so so like pre, you know, was that, well, maybe pre the Bills game. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, but Shit. I haven't read too much into it. I know and not a lot is out there yet, well, but apparently um, oh, go so, ahead. something else is out there from Sleeper. His agent Peter Schaefer said the um the misdemeanor charge will be dropped. Okay. That's his agent, you know, well, but of course. But yeah. Well, I guess he was pointing a gun at a woman and said, I ought to drop you or I ought to shoot you or something. Not a good look for a guy who's already dropped a woman in his past. Um, and that's the thing. He'd had a very clean record his whole time here, you know, right. and it kind yeah. of, no, not kind of definitely had distanced himself from that incident yes. he had in college and had been nothing but a model citizen. And 
yeah, it's a shame for the person for sure that this happened. But I was saying to Bo, like yeah. for the team, frankly, like I think he was on the chopping block to be cut anyway right. because of his insanely high salary. Mm-hmm. And frankly, he was not very productive, especially last game. So I think this kind of gives them a pretty easy out to cut him if they want. But if that's not the direction they want to go, then I'm sure they'll keep him. But yeah, it's just a shame it happened. But it is. A, yeah. Any take here? No, I mean, just a, you know, a, a sour way to end the season. But um, also, I guess, uh, I, I hate to use the word interesting events like a tragedy, but like, you know, a uh, you know, like go- going into the offseason too, thinking about our draft needs and stuff. You know, yeah. I don't I don't think like taking a running back, like not for obviously, but like, you know, in an earlier round, I don't think would be the worst thing in the world, you know, to, 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 to think about. I mean, obviously we need offensive linemen, you know, I think we need some secondary guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, that also kind of just underscores that a little bit. No doubt. No doubt. Um, yeah, going to be an interesting offseason for sure. Um, but, yeah, let's talk briefly about the Eagles and Chiefs here because uh, our boy Nick in the comments, the UW pod, is an Eagles fan. Fly, Eagles, fly. I had told him I'd had visions of us doing kind of a joint show with the UW pod and with Uh Dan Bakley, Cage, who are all Eagles guys, and how much fun that would have been. But alas, it can't happen. But uh, I assume you'll be pulling for the Eagles here. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, except for uh, let's talk about that guy at um, the village. Oh, God. Let's talk about that guy at the village. Let's oh, talk, let's man. Talk about that. Let's talk yeah, about that. Shit. So, um, yeah, this was after the game, after the Bengals game, after we lost. We will not even get into how our night after that game ended, but let's uh, just. Mine, mine quickly went to bed because I had yeah, to go well, to the dentist and I was dead. Well, I mean, right immediately after the game, right, before right, we went right. to the bar. So, we end up going to the bar and meeting up with some friends because it's like, you know, at this point, we're just sad. And it's like, what do we do now? We're drunk. We're not, you know, we're wound up. We're wired. And uh, so we go to the bar. And when we first get there, I feel like shit. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. I'm on zero hours of sleep the night before. Like, it's rough shit, man. You know, everyone is in this together. We're all just kind of devastated, kind of shook, kind of like whatever. But I think as time comes, you know, a few more drinks start to loosen up a bit, whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then this clown with an Eagles jersey. Comes oh, yeah. In. J- j- so the bar is packed and he's like chugging. Through and it's the a line. very narrow, very narrow. Yeah. yeah. We're in the seats that are like about six foot away from the bar, you yeah. know, from the from the bar stools themselves. And yeah. there's this clown with an Eagles jersey who looked like a child and you could tell he was hammered with a couple of other scrubs with him. And. And what does he say? I can't. Do you he remember? Said exactly he said something how... rich. I, I think he said something rich, and that yeah. was the catalyst. And yeah. then you jumped in, you know. Yeah, and, and, I remember I called middle. him. A, I remember I called him a virgin at one. Yeah. Point, oh, you but... did. And, and I'm kind of in the middle, and I'm just sort of like, "Hey, man!" Like he like, was go... trying to fight us. Like is what he was and, doing. And I was some. I was like, "Like walk away, go away, like like get out of here." And then like big red, big red comes up. <laughs> There's the doorman at the bar and just fucking yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I've been to Bonnaroo with him multiple times. He's a great dude. But yeah, anyways, he's like has his his forearm up like that and like puts it right in his neck and he's like get the fuck out of here and just charges him out the door. Well, also like this guy was looking me dead in the eye and he's like oh I'll knock you out right now. I'm like fucking do it then you virgin. Like I was just throwing it right at him. But uh, 
Yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, it does indeed smell like sex and sushi in here, Mr. Ritter. Smell. And uh, here you go. Bo has oh, a glorious yeah. mustache. I, 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 I should be fencing Zorro. <laughs> I dressed up as Zorro as Halloween once. It was mad cultural appropriation, but whatever. <laughs> oh, uh, shit. But uh, yeah, let's go Eagles. I mean, yeah, for sure. Yeah, go like Jalen Hurts, like, like down with him. He you was know. my fantasy quarterback. You yeah. know, rode me. I didn't win it all. I won the regular season title. Anywho, um, yeah, that sucks, but a uh, fun season for the yeah. Bengals for sure. Fun. Oh, yeah. U- ultimately, I mean, shit, we made it back to the AFC championship game. And I mean, yeah. we still, I think, have, you know, like after the season, one of the top three rosters in the conference. So no doubt. No doubt. Um, well, shall we get it before kind of get into the meat of the show? Well, let's just talk a little Royal Rumble first, I guess. Yeah, let's right? go. Yeah, I mean, uh, that, I mean, that was literally well, the... Well, you know, know what, let's... Or should we do Dynamite and Lex? I mean, I know we're not going to roll through the whole thing since it's let, a week let, old, but just talking about our experience, mm-hmm. things of that sort. Yeah, let, let's go um, chronologically, for sure. Yeah, that since sense. we haven't talked about that since that mm-hmm. happened. So, yeah, we... We're at uh, good old the House of John. John's house. Rupp Arena last Wednesday um, for AEW Dynamite, the first show in Kentucky. Mm -hmm. And it started, we were just getting a little beer and some food beforehand, and we ran into some old friends. (laughs) Oh, yeah, slow count. Slow count, who is his dad, Eric. Um, We've now run into them randomly at four shows, three impact shows, and now Dynamite. Um, I actually meant to send him this link for this, but anywho, uh, yeah, slow count. We, it's just fun. It's just always weird to run into those guys, but we get into the show and yeah. it, it was a fucking hot, hot crowd. Oh, it was. Well, it, well, it reminded me, I mean, the only time I've been in there are for games with UK where UVL's playing them. So I've been like the visiting team, you know, and like just hearing like, like there's a, a distinct tenor to the rep arena roar. Yeah, like just how it's just like yeah, you know, like there's a very specific way, like like the yells echo up in that big iron barn. Yes, uh, you know, and uh, like I heard it, you know, yeah, like, sure. I, like I can hear the rep arena roar there. I know, had an ear crowd. infection and I could still hear it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have something else? No, there? no, no, no. I, I <laughs> the ear infection seemed like a huge bummer. <laughs> Speaking right. of a brave rant wearing red at rep, let's talk about Trevor Kelsey. Oh, God, yeah, our boy. So Trevor Kelsey is a guy he works for a – he's like a producer. What's for, the station for, in Louisville? Big X. I forget what the, the number is, but he um, he's, um produces and is both on the Mike Rutherford show that's on from 3 till 6. Which is a Monday big U of L, the University of Louisville yeah, sports card, show. Yeah, the, the Card Chronicle guy. So we yeah. had interviewed Trevor at some point last year, had him on the show. He's a big wrestling yeah. fan. Big AEW fan, had some hoots with him. He smoked about a trillion cigarettes, had a great time. Yeah. Uh, but we noticed this guy sitting front row, and I kind of jokingly say, yeah. oh, is that Trevor Kelsey? Yeah. And then you're like, I think it is, because he had a Louisville shirt on. Yeah, and it seems like something he would do, too. In the front row on yeah. the camera side. Yeah. Yeah, so, and I, I also believe Trevor's an evil Eagles fan too. He is. Yeah, yes. remember he, he drove his real crappy car. He said <laughs> all the way to the Tom Brady Super Bowl. I forget where the hell that Super Bowl was. Yeah, yeah, and I remember his like pro, Twitter uh, Twitter avatar is also something Eagles related. But yeah. Uh, yeah, that was funny. A funny start. But uh, yes. 
Yeah, I mean, we're not going to go through the whole show, but let's talk about, obviously, you know, this was the night of the Jay Briscoe memorial match uh, between Mark Briscoe, his brother, and Jay Lethal. <clears throat> Real-life, very good friend of Jay and longtime Ring of Honor rival. And, yes, it was quite emotional. They played, like, a video pretty early in the show. And then, obviously, when the match happened, you know, I pretty much had tears in my eyes for 80% of it. Yeah. It was uh, a very special and cool moment <clears throat> to yeah. be a part of and certainly one that I'll never forget. Oh, yeah. And, like, people asked me, too, after that, because um, I told them, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm um, with Jagger at AEW in uh, Lexington tonight. And people were like, how was it? And, like, you know, like, I normally would be like, oh, great, it was a lot of fun. But I was like, very somber too you know <laughs> yeah. like like i think like you know not just this match but what this was you know was you know a big part of the show you know and i don't want to say it was all over the show and like you know it permeated every match but you know it was in the air you know you it, knew it, we it, were it building to that as yeah and, 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 and as soon as we knew that was the main event you yes. know like because i believe uh, you know I, I had asked you about that and you were like no nah, i think it'll be the first match or it, it won't be the main that event. was my thought is it would yeah. open and it would but then it's like how do you come after that you know like that right. is a tough thing to follow but i guess mm. my thought was like you get a get through it and then get on with the rest of the show but i'm kind of glad they did it the way they did it because yeah it, it really did feel that much more special i think it did yeah no I, and i think it deserved to be the main event for sure oh Absolutely. And, you know, I actually haven't rewatched this back on TV yet. I mm. certainly plan to. But just based upon what we were seeing and what I've heard, like Jay Lethal was definitely the one, you know, more broken up than Mark Briscoe. Like Mark Briscoe seemed like he was just out there another day's work, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. carrying well, so much weight on him. But you know, literally carrying both the belts and like yeah. coming out to their yes. intro, like like that had to have been. And I mean, like he, like it, like like I, like I believe I had I had told you that it was like a more of a celebration of life to him. Yes, you know, like I wonder if he had kind of been through like the funeral and the real like 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 had the I don't know if the funeral had happened or anything like that. I don't think match. it had. I'm pretty sure it was that weekend. Okay, but I mean, it had been like eight days since he had passed because yeah. it was like right before the previous week's dynamite, which is yeah. why they they just couldn't get anything done by that point since they had to get all the jump through the fucking Warner Brothers hoops, but right. Exactly. But yeah, the mat, you know, I mean, it's a tough match to like sit here and say it was a five star match, but you know, the work was awesome. You know, obviously we all knew that Mark was gonna get the W, but the moment, you know, it's a 10 star moment, you know, like that's that's something you just can't can't put a rating on. Can't, you know, it's just we were fortunate enough to be there for it and Beyond that, fortunate enough to, for us, have gotten into the Briscoes, you know, right. and it was someone, you know, obviously you'd never even heard of them until a few years ago. No, no, yeah, me, no, not until we did that Ring of Honor episode with Tom. Yeah, but for me, like, you know, being the huge wrestling fan I am, they were always someone who were on my radar, but yeah, I think it was when we were on with Chad and Diesel initially, they had kind of hyped him up, and then <clears throat> obviously the more we got to know Tom... You know, he's yeah. the biggest fan of them I know. So, you know, certainly got the opportunity to watch more. I know you weren't at the Impact show up yeah. here in Newport, but yeah. they won the tag tag team championships in Impact up here. So got to see that. And obviously the only time I ever got to see them wrestle. Um, 
But yeah, that was a, a very cool moment and kudos to Tony Khan for making it happen because yeah, I know real. there was a lot of shit that politically behind the scenes with yeah. Warners and everything that they had to go through to get that clear. And very quickly too. Yeah. You know, very quick. Yeah. Yeah. And from a booking standpoint, for sure. Yeah. And, you know, other than that, I think, you know, it was, I think last night's show was better and we'll certainly have a more detailed recap of that later in the show, but uh, back to what Stetter said, what was the crowd like? Yeah. It, as Bo was saying, it was loud as hell in there. Referee are loud. Honestly, for all the dynamites I've been to, which is I think like 11 at this point, one of the best. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say it was the best because it's kind of hard. You know, there's the crowds are always fucking great for these shows, but yeah. that's definitely one that that sticks out to me. And you know, maybe because I did have the ear infection and it was muffled out of this ear, it filled so much louder in this ear. But man, everyone was hyped all night. Um, and yes, they did. So they had the whole, yeah, top, they did. the whole upper level was blocked off. Uh, but yeah, the whole lower bowl was full. I don't know, maybe 6,000 people there, something like that. I'm not sure, but, uh, yeah, it was a, a heck of a time. But, yeah, let's just touch on some of the other matches real quick. Um, I like the opener with uh, Sammy and Jericho against Action Andretti and Ricky Starks. Um, Darby yeah. and Buddy Matthews was solid, but uh, we'll have a much, much better uh, Darby match to talk about sure. here shortly. Um, the Jungle Hook versus uh, – it was Ethan Page and Matt Hardy. You had kind of mentioned like, okay, this is at least a step in kind of taking off the kid gloves off a hook as we've been talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, which was necessary. Yeah. Getting kind of some more real type opponents. Mm. Um, Danielson versus Brian Cage uh, was probably the best match of the night of Dynamite aside from the main event, I think. Just, uh, you know. Danielson took a beating as he has been prone to do. And I'm glad Cage has been getting featured some more because he's a guy who had seemingly disappeared for many, many months. Oh, yeah, especially from TV. And now, like, he kind of is, you know, um, getting his ass kicked on TV, you know? <laughs> <laughs> which we'll talk a little bit about later. Well, he's doing some ass kicking as well, but not getting W's. Which, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. and, 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 yeah, and I kind of wonder because, like, I remember there was, like, a big <laughs> – a big like theory where he was like, Oh, I'm mad about or, like my booking and I want to go to WWE, you know? Well, Azar's right. Brian yeah. Cage isn't actually isn't a man. No, he's not. He's a machine. He's a robot. <laughs> he's not a sure robot. if you knew. From the 559. That was where's the, uh, where's the from, 559? It's somewhere in Cal, like Southern California, but that oh. was how they would call it in Lucha Underground. Um, real quick, Tom was leaving. He said, if you can find the match, Dem Boys had with the Work Horseman at Warrior 222, top 10 tag matches I've seen in person. And he said, I got to run, gents. But good to see my boys in the real time. Listen to the rest this weekend. Tom, you're the fucking man. Thank you for joining. We love you, baby. Yeah, um, for sure. And then we also had Ruby Soho and Tony Storm, mm -hmm. which was a fun little match and kind of the beginning of the heel turn of yeah. Tony and Soraya, which I mean, I'd say they're fully heel now. Yeah. Um, and then the main event, like we said, but I do want to touch on rampage because mm -hmm. I thought that rampage was excellent. I did mm -hmm. rewatch that. And again, like we'd said, it's tough 
it's tough to follow that Mark Briscoe, Jay Lethal match. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, and we were they had out, the emotional, I, you know, every, the whole locker room pouring out onto the yeah. stage and, you know, him, Mark hugging everyone. And it's like, all right, now let's reset the ring. And we got Rampage in 10 yeah, minutes. You know, well, I remember Tony Khan came out and then, like, he, like, thanked everyone. And he's like, are you ready for Rampage? And I was just like, I was Delta aided at that moment. You know, like. <laughs> Ready to go get some world famous Reparina ice cream. Oh, which we that did. creamed it. We yeah. went on a, cl- a clutch cream run for sure. Yeah. There. yeah. But um, hell, that whole rampage was great. Like I went four and a quarter on both the yeah. opener, which was Hangman and Wheeler Yuta, right, and the main event, which was my girl and one of my two mothers, Jamie Hader, mm. against Emmy Sakura, the Japanese legend, in her first television match. Yeah. Fucking finally, yeah. And she made it count, and both of their chests were fucking beat red after that one, and they pummeled each other. They sure did, man. Like, this was like, I don't know, this was just a, I don't know. Like, I thought this Rampage really just kept the energy going. Yeah. Sort of despite, like, you know, that last match ending on somewhat of, like, sort of a plateau or, like, you know, like like a huge send-off. They they needed some big hitters there, you know, to kind of bring the crowd back. And, you know, what better way than Hangman and Wheeler? And then also it was a fun trios match it was the best friends and or no i think it was just tag team with dan Housen, best friends orange again so it was jeff jarrett yeah. and jay lethal yes uh, jeff jarrett's fucking tight yeah he is he, he, <laughs> yeah. well i'm glad he like wears his wrestling attire and comes out like parading around with that with like his guitar because like you know like i've seen him more in ring because i know was he not hired to be like some sort of a vp of yeah booking development doing a lot whatever, of so more know, like yeah. live event house show type stuff which, which they, they are doing house shows now the first yeah. one is here or it's in troy which is right up the road so okay. probably end up going to that march when, 18th when, when, march yeah no then that's on a saturday. saturday yeah that would be fun let's do that yeah so yeah troy is literally like 10 minutes north of dayton so like uh, that's why they announced it there last night because we were in was it at like a high school gym or something uh i don't know last night it's it it was at the nutter center yeah i saw that the state um i don't know what would be in troy i guess we'll see uh maybe they've they've probably got some like convention center or something but yeah anywho uh yeah i know that's a lot of what he was hired for is kind of expanding the live events i mean the guy's got like shit nearly 40 years experience in the business so I'm just surprised they've been one using him as a wrestler on tv much so much and two that He's actually pretty entertaining and good. And that's a guy we've talked a little bit like that's a guy I never really liked (laughs) ever until like the last year or two. And I don't know. I'm entertained by him. Yeah, He's got big jackassy vibes, but whatever. (laughs) Fucking slap nuts. Yeah, Um, It's like what like my like JV basketball coach would like call us, you know, like if you like turn the ball over like some sort of a thing like that. More like freshman ball, but whatever. Oh, shit. Um, I guess, uh, shall we go into the Royal Rumble? Oh, man. Fucking rock, ro- rumble me mama like a wagon wheel. That's what the song Whoa. goes, right? Um, so I know you did not watch uh, the whole show, but yeah, you yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, it was tough. It was squeezed in like, you know, yeah. we, we had barely enough time before the Eagles and <laughs> Niners game. Yeah. Well, that was uh, the plan was to watch it before that game. And then I got there late and it was a longer show than I expected. But we did squeeze in the entire men's rumble before all the football on Sunday. Yes, we did. 
and then I finished the show on Monday. So you watched the bookends, essentially, the men's rumble and the main event. Um, we'll do like a deep dive on that. And before that, <laughs> Nick says, pitch black match, five stars. I was going to start there. Actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. Talk about that because I want to hear about it without knowing. Blackout about it. ripped for pitch and, and, black. And this was LA Knight versus Bray Wyatt. Bray yeah, Wyatt, it sucked. Um, <laughs> the only good thing about Where it was, was it at on the card? Second. So okay. it was after the men's rumble. Um, the only good thing about it was that it was five minutes, but the, it was pitch black the entire. I mean, obviously you could see, but. Remember how the fiend would have like that red light bullshit? It yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like that, but more yeah. like black lighty. Uh-huh. So like you could see, I don't even know what it was, but they hit the announce table at some point, and you just saw all these fucking like neon green balls. Like it yeah. looked like popcorn or something. Right. Oh, so it was like a rave kind but of they, thing. Yeah, Ooh. they were accentuating the neon yeah. like black light type shit, but it was. I mean, it sucked. Like, yeah, it <laughs> couldn't even crappy. tell you. Like, and then they had this whole angle with Uncle Howdy after, who was like up on the jumbotron. It sounds like a good name for Bray Wyatt, but like the the, the like, <laughs> I, I feel like the execution. Like every time I hear about Uncle Howie, it's very condescending. No, Howdy, so, yeah. Howdy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so they had him. Like nope. Bray got the win, and then. It was outside of the ring, and then they had L.A. Knight, like, on this table, and then all of a sudden the light goes up to Uncle Howdy, like, standing up on the jumbo truck, and he, like, jumps off and completely overshoots <laughs> L.A. Knight by, like, five feet. Wow. Oh, my God. It's not, like not... if the match wasn't bad enough, just completely botched yeah. this move Ugh. as well. Like, it was – I was literally cracking up at this point. I'm like – this is absolute dog shit, and this happened. But uh, again, like I said, it was kept short, and at least it was something different. You know, yeah. like I will give it credit for that. Like, you know, for me, wrestling, you know, you've seen it all. So when you yeah, can yeah. do something that's different, yeah, I'll give them kudos for that. And like, but but, said, but but they've done a lot of like lights out matches in the past, right? Where darkness is is used as a thing, and this like seems like. In what was that like Firefly match that you've talked about? Well, that was more. That was wasn't even really a match. That was just like a extended acid trip segment. Okay, (laughs) it's like the best way I could describe. So there was never any in ring action. It well, like Cena had come out to the ring and then it was all done like over video. But that was actually really cool. Um, But it wasn't like a real match. Oh, Um, okay, gotcha. But uh, yeah, it. I will say this about Bray Wyatt. I was someone who I've always thought he was overrated. Um, you know, a guy who, yeah, the character's cool, but I think the fiend and I was not following closely during all the fiend shit, but I think it was a colossal failure. Oh yeah. No, yeah. Um, like from what Seth I saw, Rollins, hell in a cell is one of the worst things WWE's done. Obviously the, the opening to WrestleMania night two of last year was horrendous. And then, yes, he comes back. Very, very cool moment at the end of Extreme Rules. Like, that was amazing. And what nothing has happened since. It took yeah. this long for him to have his first match, which was horrible. The build, right. has, to me, has not been entertaining. Yeah, there's still some intrigue, like, holistically, of, like, what the hell's going on here? Who's right. Uncle Howdy? But they've just been, like, spinning their wheels for, what, mm-hmm. now four months? 
quite some time. Yeah, he's I had mean, one. Well, I mean, yeah, since like, five like, minute match. In, in what pay per view was it where he that was came Extreme back? Rules, which Extreme I believe rules. was like October. Yeah, and, and it seems like I've just heard like it's just been like ominous like placement of him. Correct. There's yeah. been nothing that's actually happened. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and, he, and he's not aligned with anyone, right? Uh, well, whoever other this than, Uncle other, Howdy other is, than Uncle Howdy, uh, you know. I mean, Nick, if you're still here or anyone here that's watching WWE, give me a compelling reason why this Bray Wyatt thing uh, is good. Okay, I'll, like give, big... I'll give Azar this. L.A. Knight promos are still fire. Yeah! <laughs> here's, here's what he said. Yeah, it's too hard to get over. We want him to succeed, but it's too much for one wrestler. Then why do it? You yeah. know, like, let's simplify things rather than making them more fucked up. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I was, and I was excited about all this too, because it's like, okay, this is Triple H running the show now. So we think, um, you know, I've, he's done a lot of good things thus far, but I don't know. This uh, isn't working for me. And yeah. I just think this is just further cementing that Bray Wyatt is not as good as everyone thinks he is. And, I get Nick's point, but you got to be able to do something here. I don't right. know. This is pretty bunk. Yeah, and it's Parliament Bunkadelic. It wasn't me, my brother. It was boy howdy. You wouldn't know. Um, But, yeah, I'm not going to say, like, I'm over it all completely. I think that, like, we'll see what happens going into WrestleMania. But in our next match, which was also not very good, Bianca Belair – and Alexa Bliss made me less excited for Bray Wyatt because yeah. after Alexa lost, she started communicating with Bray or Uncle Howie oh, no. again. So we're going right back and to it's that. like we're going right back to school from WrestleMania is, Night uh, 2 last year. Which part 2. The no, no, no. fucking no, worst no, no. way to open a show. This is school spring semester. <laughs> this is for it. <laughs> spring semester. Like come on like that alexa bray wyatt shit was terrible and now we're mm. just going right back to it and yeah i guess Bad. there's rumors like she's gonna be sister abigail or there's this whole wyatt six thing that's forming and maybe it is but it ain't working yet um sounds stupid. dan bakley cage my iq what up boys thanks for joining Howdy, brother. and congrats to you and your eagles um but yeah, the women's match, it was like seven minutes. It just nothing really exciting. You know, it was just kind of like back and forth, back and forth, finish. Yes. Um, and then Bray Wyatt bullshit. So I don't know. What I guess maybe do? we'll start seeing old Lily again, the doll, and Alexa just bleeding black out of her face, you know? Yeah, and the, and the weird kind of like screechy kind of, you know, you know. You know, it worked so it worked so well the first time. Let's just do it all over again, right. you know? <laughs> exactly. But silly. Let's just see what happens. Hey, at least we're watching WWE, you know, for now. Um, and I'm this. still, yeah, yeah. And I mean, like, I mean, I didn't watch that, but like, from what I watched, especially like with the KO uh, Roman th stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm obviously we're going to get to all the good shit here. So real quick, just on the women's rumble, it was fine. I'm obviously thrilled Rhea Ripley won. Uh, the finish was awesome. She eliminated, it was Liv Morgan was last and she like basically like kicked her out with her legs. And I know there was another really cool one yeah. before that. Um mm -hmm. 
Oh, it was Asuka. Yeah, Asuka had spit the mist in um, Liv's face, and then R- like Rhea gave her a nice kick out. But uh, yeah. yeah, the match was fine. Um, I didn't love it. Um, nothing too noteworthy other than Asuka coming back as her like Japanese self, which was really cool, or her yeah. character in Japan, not her right. Japanese self. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, her normal Japanese self. Yeah, there was a handful of like NXT folks in here, Roxanne Perez, Indy Hartwell. Yeah. Um oh, the Undertaker's wife Michelle McCool was in the crowd with her daughters and entered from the crowd, which was stupid and silly, but whatever. Yeah. Wow, um, it sounds like there was a bunch of pig slap in the middle of the show. Yeah, it was a little p- Yes, exactly. The the bookends were uh were sensational and yeah, the middle was a little pig sloppy. Um, Cage says, yeah, Zoe Stark, another NXT woman, did last a little while and looked really good. But, you know, compared to the men's rumble, which we'll get into here shortly, this was just very pedestrian to me. But again, very, very happy. My other mother, Rhea Ripley, won. But not too thrilled that she challenged Charlotte and not Bianca, which happened on Raw the next night. But I know her and Charlotte have a ton of history. And that that stems back to WrestleMania a couple years ago. But man, I was just wanting to see Rhea and Bianca because Bianca's been pretty unbeatable. But I mean, but I mean, they're getting a match at WrestleMania, right? So it'll be so the winner of the Rumble gets to choose who they face. So Uh, she chose Charlotte, who's the SmackDown champ, and then I believe. They're having the women's elimination chamber match determine the number one contender for Bianca. And uh, elimination gotcha. chamber is the next pay per view. So. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I also agree. That's kind of lame. We got some fellow marks here. So Kana was Asuka's name in Japan. So mm-hmm. uh, Dan had said something about that. And Azar saying, You've been around. And he's like, That's what I'm told. Gotta love the marks in the chat, baby. Thank you all for joining. This is this honestly makes this more fun. You know, oh, yeah, I mean, we're, no, it does. we're yeah. so in our rhythm of kind of how we've been doing this show for so long that uh, it makes it a little bit more dynamic. And yeah, we yeah, need yeah, it. Yeah. We need it a little bit of this. And frankly, everyone's on YouTube. We should be, too. Yeah. Um, OK, let's get to the good stuff here. Yes. And I know, uh, you know, we weren't all fully zoned in during the men's rumble because there was a lot of us in there yeah. and. Yeah, anticipation some, was there were a lot of highlights and it was way better than last year i mean you know a like, trillion yeah. times better yeah this was easily the best rumble out of the last few um the one that drew mcintyre won which i think was 2020 was really good too was uh, that like pure covid like no audience right no that was like right before COVID. oh so january january yeah, yeah. of 2020 uh-huh. um but yeah um as expected i think cody got the win but what wasn't expected was he came in at number 30, you know, like I thought they would have, you know, cause they'd already announced that he was in the match. They'd been building this up, building this up. Granted they had Rhea win from the number one spot on the women's, but I just thought he would have been in there a lot longer or at least, you know, not number 30. Cause by that point it's like, all right, we all know who it is and we all know he's going to win. Yeah. Um, but I think what was awesome was that Gunther came in at number one and lasted the entire time and set the new record, which was like 71 minutes and change. Well, and, and um, they gave, and they gave him and Cody like a lot of time to yeah. beat up on each other, which yeah. I thought, which I thought was good. Cause like, 
Absolutely. One of the worst parts about last year was how telegraphed the Lesnar shit was oh, coming in at 30. And like, you know, while this had similar positioning, I shit, guess. Did he win it in the 30 spot last year? He too? did. Yes, he God did. Bless. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like, I think, you know, like this at least like gave them time, you know, and that was just a lot more, a uh, lot more enjoyable. <laughs> Hold on. I got welcome, Luke. Thank you for watching. And he says, wait, we're done talking about the women's. What about Chelsea Green? Well, she only lasted as long as it took me to say that sentence because we had another record setter here, the returning Chelsea Green, the record for the shortest time in a women's Rumble match, four seconds. But by God, she looked fucking great. And uh, they're clearly running with a Karen-type character with her. Really? Because she asked Adam Pierce last night, are you the manager? And she's definitely got that bitchy-type attitude and the look that can pull this off. Um, I'm a Chelsea Green fan. She's sexy as hell, and I think she's a a unique type worker. Mm-hmm. And I'll be interested to see how her run in WWE goes this time, because last time she basically got hurt and then got released. Um, yes. Oh, interesting note from Azar here. Yeah, so there was a women's four-way match at All In way back when. And I didn't know who she was at that point. And, yeah, she definitely stood out in that match. Um, She's got a great, great offense on her. You know, Mm -hmm. she's tall. She's lean. She can fly. Um, Yeah, we'll see what happens. But uh, definitely going with a uh, Karen uh, character here. Yeah. Uh, Back to the men's. At least Cody and Gunther had a whole other match after they became the final two. Yeah, uh, I had said this when we were watching it. Definitely, Essentially, yeah. Yeah, It reminded me of the 2007 Royal Rumble, which was similarly with Michaels and The Undertaker. Seemingly went at it for like 10 minutes there as well. Um, But yeah, I loved it. I thought Gunther had an awesome performance all the way through. Um, I loved that Lesnar's bullshit didn't last too long, and he was eliminated by bum 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 bum. Big motherfucking Bob. Bob. <laughs> there we go. Let's we'll zoom in on that. Big Bob. Big Bob. Big Bob. See you, Stetter. Yep. Later, dog. Thanks for coming, baby. Appreciate you. Love you. Um, but yeah, I mean, we knew Lesnar wasn't going to win after last year. But he what? He did like throw. He suplexed about five, six people. Had a few eliminations, but. Yep. Uh, yeah, Big Bob got him out pretty quickly there. Yeah. What I don't love about it is it's seemingly setting up a Big Bob Lesnar WrestleMania match. <laughs> <laughs> I just now I'm just thinking of Big Bob's hell. Or Big Bob Hell. Big Bill Hells. Well, I know it's Big Bill, but now Big Bob. Big Bob. Big Bob. Maybe we should have an interpromotional WrestleMania match. Big Bob versus Big Bill from oh, AEW. That- fire <laughs> <laughs> but like whenever they've tried to do that match it just hasn't really worked out or lived up the expectations but yeah shit uh so we've got other <laughs> bonanza big you bob like... from harold and kumar guantanamo bay can't say no. i've seen it bud no, no no i don't think i've seen that one either borg borbs bonanza another yeah. bbb right there yeah um so Logan Paul, I was going to say another potential WrestleMania match set up is Logan Paul and Seth Rollins, um, as Logan Paul was the one to eliminate Seth. 
Um, obviously, we had the Logan Paul and Ricochet spot where they flew and collided in the middle of the ring, which was awesome. But uh, yeah, Logan with a bit of a surprise elimination on Seth. Uh, how would you feel about that as a WrestleMania matchup? I think that'd be pretty tight. Do you think Seth, uh, like Drew, deserves so much better, or do you think that's a May, good spot? I think I think maybe he does, but I think I mean I I, I think everything you've kind of seen from Logan Paul's been pretty. He's good. legit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you know. Oh, here we go. Cage, Logan posted a video making fun of Seth on social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I think the talking build would be amazing because yeah. obviously Logan Paul can talk shit and. Seth's character is in such a place right now where he's pretty infallible and he's got the whole crowd on his side and he can (laughs) say and laugh and do whatever the fuck he wants. So, you know, now that we know Cody won the Rumble and is going to challenge Reigns, um, yeah, I'd say this is a pretty big spot for Seth. I mean, Logan Paul, say what you will, he's a big fucking deal and he can wrestle and he is entertaining. So... Yeah, uh, I'm here for it. And like, like, what are we gonna do, Seth and Austin Theory again? Yeah, Seth and Big Bob again. Like, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. If that's all been kind of done. Mm-hmm. Um, when they asked Seth about Logan eliminating him on Raw, he stopped laughing and walked off. You're absolutely right. Um, so yeah, the seeds being planted here. I'm down for it. Yeah, um, no, I think it should be pretty cool. Other kind of highlights, I liked how Drew and Sheamus, the bang, the bang bros, were kind of teaming up the entire time. That was really cool. Like, you typically don't see that type of teamwork from faces lasting right. essentially through an entire Royal Rumble. <sighs> and credit to Sheamus as well. I mean, he came in at number two and lasted a very, very long time. I don't know the exact time. Uh, we had the Kofi Kingston botched. I guess oh, yeah, yeah. on the chair. Cause I mean, his feet clearly hit the ground, but we're like, all right, I guess they're doing this shit again. And then we just never saw him. Again. Never saw him again. He just peaced out. Like yeah. every few minutes, someone Amazing. in our room is like, where's is Kofi coming where's back? Kofi? Here? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was very uh, Macho Kofi? Man 92. Where is Kofi? <laughs> Macho Man 90. Well, he did come back in, though. Oh, yeah, he did. He yeah. Was, that was the opposite. He wasn't supposed to get eliminated. I Like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, We had Booker T come back and get eliminated pretty much immediately. Oh, uh, the Rey Mysterio situation. He didn't come out. Dominic came out with his mask and was just doing his damnedest to try and rip it and just couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> I guess he needs to do a few more lift, lifting his weights in jail. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He is in jail, isn't he? Yeah. He's been to jail. Um, yeah. Uh, we had the Edge come back, which was cool, and kind of continue that feud with Dominic and the Judgment Day. And then even fucking Beth Phoenix, his wife, showed up here because Rhea showed up um, and she speared her there. So I'm guessing maybe since. Um, Okay, I guess Ray got hurt. Look, at we got Mr. News here. Always yeah. spitting the facts, baby. Breaking, breaking news. He wasn't cleared. Thank you, Daniel. And yes, this is kind of the rumor we're seeing. Drew, Sheamus, Gunther, triple threat match at Mania. Sign me the fuck up for that yep. because we've, we've already seen what Sheamus and Gunther can do together and you just add another brute like McIntyre in there. And 
the teamwork between those two, you know, seemingly will break down when it's, hey, there can only be one winner here. Right. Um, and this kind of, I'd kind of predicted, like probably many others, that after Sheamus lost, you know, the second Intercontinental match to Gunther, that, hey, wouldn't it be nice if he can come back in WrestleMania and finally get that win? So mm-hmm. I hope Sheamus uh, gets that dub. But I hope he does pin Gunther for it because I think that would make it. That yeah, that would that'd be a very legitimizing thing. Um, um, yeah, not really too much else to talk about here, but yeah, the end was awesome. Yes. Um, you know, I don't know exactly how long they went. It seemed like shit. Like, I don't know. Eight like a whole 10 minutes. Yeah, pretty like, much. Yeah, Like a full length match. Yeah. Um, multiple like near falls and stuff like that. You know, like, well, kind of like moments near, really near eliminations, near eliminations. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. But like Although that a, did remind me. In the like the nineteen ninety three Royal Rumble, which we were going to review, it, it, I think it was Macho Man and Yokozuna were the last two, and Macho Man hit him with his big elbow, and he tried to pin him. What was the reasoning behind God, that? He's just macho man. Oh yeah, let me get the pin here, brother. He just 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 lost track of. I mean, we already here. saw what happened the year before in '92. He eliminated himself. <laughs> he's just he, he's just he not just in peak form rocker. at Royal Rumble. Yeah, yeah he's just not. <laughs> oh fuck! Let's go to the main event here. Um, right. Yeah, just, this is wild as hell. I mean, this has been by far the best storyline, best angle, whatever you want to say. The WWE has done in some time, years. Yeah. I don't know. The Daniel Bryan one comes to mind. That was fucking nine years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, or was it nine? Something Eight. like that. Was it would have been WrestleMania thirty? Is this thirty nine happening this yeah, year? 39, yes, the yeah, thirty nine. I don't even know if there's anything else. And again, I stepped away from WWE for a few years, but yeah, this bloodline, Sami Zayn has been outstanding uh and now it's over well <laughs> sammy is no longer sammy uso jay uso is out of the bloodline um and yeah it was fucking crazy um, yeah. i'm so glad was that spoiled for you at all no not at all not one yeah, bit not one neither. bit i'm glad it wasn't um yeah. cage sa- says kofi mania which that was also very cool and kofi unexpectedly won the championship at wrestlemania over um daniel bryan actually um but obviously the match was really good in and of itself but the story here is the post match but towards the end of the match i did love that you know fucking reigns just kept beating owens's head up against the steps there um but let's just skip to the end so he gets the win they handcuff him to the ropes uh-huh. and Reigns gets the chair and Sammy's basically trying to stop him, stop him. He's like, you've done enough. You're above this. You know, mm-hmm. like this, you've, this is too much. You're above this. This is unnecessary. Sammy finally showing a little heart. Well, not and finally, then, he had, but, yeah. um, you know, obviously we know what happened at Survivor Series where he really kind of <laughs> staked his claim here against Owens and in the bloodline, but his heart is showing here. You know, this is a individual he's, you know, been best friends with for a very long time in storyline and real life, but well, not as much in storyline, but sometimes. Yeah. Anywho, um, yeah, it would have been, it was vicious. 
And he's like, Reigns is basically like, you do it. Yeah. Because that's that had been the whole thing. Like, he had never truly been anointed by Reigns. And that was the thing. Jay had the, the lay or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of yeah. Like We're the official, like, hey, you are finally one of us. Right. Which had kind of happened at Survivor Series, but not, you know, it still hadn't been made official yet. And this was kind of that final test. And coming into the night on SmackDown Friday, because Reigns had been pissed at Sammy when they lost to KO and Cena at the end of last year. Mm -hmm. Um, So on SmackDown, Reigns is basically like, you stay with me all night, which is why he wasn't in the Rumble. And, you know, it's basically like, if we get through this, we're all good. So, like, this was the final test for him to pass. And I thought the moment where Sammy had the chair, like, you knew he was going to do it. I, yeah. I, At least I did, but I loved the hesitation and Reigns being like, he's nothing. I love you. You know, like, basically trying to convince him. And he's right. Yeah, yeah. Like, he did bring him in. And he was having jackass matches, like, even yep. though that was fucking amazing, but you know that ain't that ain't running with the bloodline and the tribal chief and the nope. wise man. Um, but I just love those moments of hesitation. You know, Reigns basically trying to convince him at the eleventh hour, like this is what you need to do to become one of us. But at the end of the day, Sammy's golden heart got the better of him, and he cracked Reigns with the chair. And then the the look on Jay Uso's face is what sold it all. It yeah, was yeah, just, like. Yeah. I wish I was the one that did this. Yeah. And, you know, at first he was like, what'd you do? What'd you do? And then Jimmy attacked. And then you just see Jay kind of fade back to the corner. And then he leaves. Wow. Yeah. And that, you know, just the depth and the layers of this has been so good because it was always Jimmy in the beginning was the only one that accepted Sammy. Jay, it took until Survivor Series after months and months and months yeah. of Sammy helping them out, you know, trying to be one of them before Jay really got the respect. And now of all people, it's him that turns his back on his own blood to stay with Sammy for now, presumably. Here is what uh, Dan said. I think Jay will go back to the bloodline and team with Jimmy to face Owens and Sammy at Mania, which I think is definitely possible. But I could see Jay getting pissed at Jimmy and leave him during the match. That all, you know, we've got Uso one-on-one Usos at WrestleMania as rumors now. Mm. You know, it seems like we're going to get Zayn versus Reigns in Montreal, which is Zayn's hometown, at the Elimination Chamber. Also, Kevin Owens from Quebec. So Elimination Chamber is certainly going to be very, very interesting. And yeah, like Dan said, like this all could be kind of part of the plan where Jay, you know, ultimately does reunite with them. I don't know what the hell is going to happen, but yeah, I yeah, that, that, that's a good thing. Yeah, it's a great, and, it's a great engaging story. There's a lot going, a lot of moving parts. Yeah, Jay gave Roman the evil stare. I mean, do you have? I know you're obviously not quite as plugged into this, but do you have a prediction or anything right. that you would want to see happen? I mean, yeah, I think that the, the, like, like I would like to see definitely like some like breaking up, like in the bloodline, like with like Usos and stuff like that. I think there's just got to be kind of a, a bit of a deconstruction of it before like Cody, if Cody's going to beat him at WrestleMania, 
Like, yeah. you know, that, that kind of all needs to happen very uh, uh, gradually and successively. That would you know? make yeah. sense. It's like, hey, this the bloodline is kind of cracking around Roman. Yeah. And then now he lo- that causes him to lose. Or, or he's just left after. with like Paul Heyman or something yeah. like that. And then even then Paul Heyman's just sort of got one foot out the door. Well, it doesn't seem like Solo Sokoa is going anywhere because he's yeah. kind of like at Reigns' becking call. Yeah. But – I don't know. Yeah, it's it's gonna be fascinating. I agree. Like, I Cody's gonna win, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if he doesn't, wow. Um, I'd almost be more interested if he doesn't. But uh, he, Drew should have won it. But given where we're at here, I think Cody's gonna win. And I think what you said makes perfect sense. Like, the bloodline is sputtering, and this is the reason he finally loses. So, yeah. um, I can't. Luke actually texted me something about this last night and I was working and didn't respond or I was at dynamite and didn't respond. So did WWE miss the boat on not having a KO versus Cody match to headline mania or is WWE not ready for that? Well, yeah, I think that would be more interested from like a fan's perspective, but I think the dethroning or like as a KO fan, I mean, but dethroning reigns is as big as you can get right now. I mean, he's right. been champion for over – or will be over 900 days that by that point. Yeah. You can't get any bigger than that. Like, yeah, I would obviously love to see KO versus Cody, mm-hmm. but this just makes way too much sense at this oh, yeah. point. Yes, it would have been nice to see KO get the win, um, but I think this is just the direction they've probably had planned ever since Cody came back. Oh, yeah, and I think they want to have it, like, you know, happen at Mania too. You know, like this, like it, it would be like must see TV, like, like, like on steroids for them, you know, like, like would yeah. get, would like garner like so much more like people watching it, you know, they could build up, you know, this big match, like is Roman, he's been the champion for like over two years now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I think they just really want that kind of like, you know, not just wrestling moment, but sports moment. Yeah. To happen on the grandest stage of them. Yeah. All. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's what they want. And like, let's just say KO hypothetically did beat Reigns at the Rumble. It's still like there's so there would be so much unfinished bloodline business, no matter how that shook out, that a Reigns or a KO versus Cody match at WrestleMania just wouldn't have made them. It just wouldn't have felt right, I guess, yeah. yet. Yes. So, so what do you think this match happens on night two? Headliner, I yes, guess. I think yeah. so. I guess Cody on Raw had said something about 62 days, and that put it as the second night of WrestleMania. So, gotcha. um, but so we don't obviously Roman versus Sammy is not official yet for Elimination Chamber, but I would get like it'll be interesting to see is that for the titles? Is it for maybe one of the titles? Because they've talked about how do we split these belts up, but then I think like it would probably make most sense for Cody. Well, he really only wants the WWE championship because right. that's the one that his father couldn't win. And frankly, the universal championship's only been around for six and a half years. So yeah. yeah. But I just can't imagine reigns losing before that, you know, like as nice as it would be. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I, I, a feel good I think, win and win one of the belts. I just don't see it happening. Yeah. I think it would be just kind of, I don't know about that. Like, I just don't think it would happen. But I think anything 
that's going to happen is going to be incredibly compelling with it being, you know, Sammy and Kevin both from Quebec. I'm pretty sure Sammy's from Montreal. Um, I know Owens is from like Maryville. But, Maryville. Uh, so, so, so uh, Sammy is French or Quebecois. They both That's are. Funny. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Maryville, Quebec, Canada is where KO is from. And I'm pretty sure Sammy is from Montreal. Just straight up. Which okay. is where the show is. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be fascinating. Um, yeah, I'm excited. WrestleMania should be great. Um, shall we uh, do our little ad here and then get into Dynamite from last night? Yeah, We're already yeah, over yeah, yeah. an hour here. Yeah, let's dive into that. Let's do it. All right. We are going to be talking about today the Manscaped, the new Beard Hedger, which I just got in the mail uh, just yesterday. So let's get into it here, shall we? Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's jazz it up. Breaking news: Manscaped now sells beard products. That is right. They are once again revolutionizing men's grooming with the brand new, with this nice packaging as well. Yeah. The beard hedger. You hear that, baby hedge? I could yeah. use it on myself right now, but that would be reckless abandon. No, no, it's fine. Hedge your bets because this is what you need to be buying like now. Yeah, from a beard trim to a fresh shave, the technology behind the beard hedger allows you to shape your signature beard look, which I will certainly be doing. Now you can finally use Manscaped products to make your drapes match your carpet by going to manscaped.com. And using the code BBB, as you see up here on your screen, for 20% off and free shipping. Why don't you tell us more about the beard hedger there, bud? Sure thing. It's time to tame your mane. No one likes a weird beard, so say goodbye to all your stubble trouble with Manscaped's beard hedger. You know, so as you can see what it did to my beard. This thing is a juggernaut of fixing faces. First off, this cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair cutting links all with one guard, so no more messy drawers full of extra add-ons. That's mm. right, face grooming doesn't need to be hard. Get 20 different beard links in just one guard. While the beard hedger is made for any length, it does have a special feature for all my bald-faced boys out there. Like, like me, you! Like me, Oh, <laughs> The hedger has a built-in advanced lift comb technology that allows for smoother, complete shave. Um, you know, I have to say I'm a bit of a the plow guy. Uh, you do love the plow. But this will definitely well, be good for me, for someone who does yeah, have yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, this, I, this beard could use some hedging, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I do have to say I love I love the plow. I shaved with it today. Like, as someone who used disposable razors all before this, you know, shaving at a 90-degree angle, it is uh, really nice. No, I don't look like a musketeer. We've I got do look the Boxers like 2.0 with the nice hog pouch. Yeah, it is <laughs> a nice hog pouch. We're just showing up all the ducks here, the prod ducks. Well, you, you know the, another crazy thing, a wild and crazy thing about that hair, tr- that beard trimmer. It's what? also waterproof, oh, so shit. you can shave in the shower to avoid all Does that hair in the sink. Skin safe technology. It does, yeah, but you want to make sure to get all that hair out of the, the sink or the drain first to keep it from clogging. Uh, it also comes with titanium coated T-bades that are tough on hair but smooth on your face, leading to single stroke efficiency that brings satisfaction one stroke at a time. The Beard Hedger is a high-tech piece of art in a travel-sized package with a long-lasting battery, universal charging, and a strong motor, dare I say. Um, with 20 links at just one stroke of the trimmer, it has never been so easy to look this dreamy. Your face is your first impression, Impresario, and your beard is the most important accessory. So make sure you have the right tool for the job with the Beard Hedger, the company 
that helped reduce nicks and cuts in your special place has come to save your face. Save your armpits with this deodorant, too, which is what I use. A call us to action, Brady Baby. So, get 20% off and free shipping with the code BBB at manscaped.c. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using the code BBB. Manscaped Beard Hedger. One stroke, one guard, 20 lengths. Your balls. Wait, your face. Well, thank you. And your armpits, too. Get this fucking deodorant with the hair tie around it. Not that it doesn't have the hair tie around it. They do have some good deodorant. They do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, uh, I've been a big user of their deodorant and of their, uh, shampoo and their soap. They also do have another, um, um, brand of their body wash that is, uh, Lord, I forget what it is, but it's like it kind of got a cologne smell to it and it's really nice. So that's all good shit with the fine folks at Manscaped. Well, shall we, uh, get into a little, uh, AEW dynamite there, brother? Yeah, <laughs> let's go. Um, trying hey, to Justin. Pull... Oh, what up, dog? Yeah, here, let's put it in here. Shit, I didn't realize you and uh, TK were live, but yeah, let's fucking go. Let's yeah, go. this is our first uh, official episode that we're doing live here. Mm-hmm. Um, so the BBB live that you referenced that we've done in the past, um, those were not like official in our canon of episodes, Brain Buster Boys episode, but this is officially episode 96. Yeah. And shit, we're coming up on 100, aren't we, brother? Yeah, no, what are we going to do for it? I, I have I have some ideas. We've talked about some ideas. Um, I assume that'll be in early March. It'll be like a spring break. We're going to get hot also, wild. we might as well just do it for Revolution. I mean, are we going to be able to make it oh, in time? Shit. I mean, we'll just ha- we'll have to scope out the weeks and uh... we will because 90. No, so next week, 97, 16, 98, 23rd. Oh, yeah. So in Revolution's the first week of March, right? Oh, fuck. That will be episode 100. Should we oh, make an episode each week? Fuck. That's perfect. That's well, perfect. it wasn't Revolution 2021. That was the free agency, ep- which is also a very uh, famous so. episode. And 20. 20- and then 2021 was explode, or then that was that one, the exploding barbed wire. And then last year was when Derek and Micah came here as yeah. well for Revolution. So, so let's and do then 2020, I had a very special Revolution 2020. If you recall, I do recall yeah. at uh, Addie's, uh, yeah. flipping my life upside down a little bit. But um, yeah, episode 100 coming soon. Yeah, but, yeah, it's, yeah, it seems like it'll be a revolution thing, so we should, like, you know, a- a- aim for that. Well, as think. Ricky Stark said, the revolution will be televised! Hit it! Remember that? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember he said that. And then he said, bitch! <laughs> no, he right. didn't say bitch. We have All Elite Wrestling Dynamite, episode 174, live from the Nutter Center! in Dayton, Ohio. Your boy was in attendance. Right. I had not been at that building since January 4th, 2010 for Monday Night Raw, which was the night that Bret Hart returned to WWE for the first time since the Montreal screw job. So I believe the King of the Ring 93 was also at the Nutter Center. So there's been a, yeah. a lot of wrestling history in that building. And uh, last night added to it because it was a fucking hell of a show. Let me tell you. Yes. Um, I haven't rewatched the whole thing, but I did rewatch the first and last matches. 
Crowd was not as hot as last week in Lexington, but still pretty pretty lively. But uh, how did it come across on in the old television set? I mean, it sounded you know pretty. Uh, I mean, especially for the Moxley stuff. I mean, they threw all that in, in the beginning. But I mean, yeah. you all got treated to a lot of like you know out of the ring into the crowd kind of stuff, which wasn't the best because they didn't at first didn't have like the live feed on the screen. So you just had to watch like the spotlight. Yeah. So like at one point it was during the Samoa Joe Darby match, like our set. So we were literally like one section over from where all this shit was happening, but you couldn't see anything. So our whole section, and it would have been during the commercial break, but just started chanting, we can't see. Oh, that's great. And they finally put it on the big screen actually, but it was of course like right when they got back to (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah, no, I I didn't catch that bit um, at all, but that's so tight. But yeah, multiple matches that there was brawling in the crowd. um, And yeah, just a very high energy show here. And yeah, we kicked it off with uh, the the third match of the trilogy between Moxley and Hangman Adam Page back in Ohio, where this all began. And we were there for match number one. So Somehow I got to be in attendance to see my two favorite AEW wrestlers wrestle twice, which is uh, very, very cool. But, uh, yeah, I mean, what more could you ask for here other than a clean finish? Because I did not want – I mean, and it was semi-clean. It was a yeah. kind of a shitty roll-up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I had visions of, like, yeah. they had already knocked each other out once. Like, how perfect would a double knockout finish been? Like, so basically where neither guy could answer the 10 count. Yeah, and it would have just been a draw, and then boom, we're perfectly set for revolution. Right. That was my only little complaint because I just thought that maybe I just had it built up in my head as that would be a perfect finish. But God, these guys are so fucking great together. Yeah. I loved this, absolutely loved it. Yeah, no, I thought that I mean, like, this was just definitely hard hitting. Like, Moxley, I guess, bleeds the easiest out of any human being ever, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. um. But I mean, how like, even, how did it even happen? Because all I have no idea. Yeah, like, like, and it's like, oh, he's bleeding. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it happened before they. I think they went outside the ring because I think he, he he had gotten cut like outside of that. But well, they never know. they never went in the ring. Remember? Because they yeah, yeah, yeah. they battled for several minutes before they even rang the before we Paul, before Paul Turner like made them yeah. get in there. He was pissed. and I kept saying like they haven't rang the bell yet, have they? And, yeah, but yeah. uh, but yeah, I mean, like, these two are really good at just like you know just drama. You know, yes. just just real long, hard hitting, dramatic matches. And, uh, you know, I'm really excited to see what this is going to be like on pay-per-view. You know, hopefully if it makes it to that, you know, because I think I like it's going to be right for it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's why I was thinking, like, I wish it was kind of a non-finish. So it would have been like one, one and one going into this. But I get it. You give Mox the I'm not going to call it a cheap win because it wasn't. But somewhat fluky win. Like, again, live, I kind of missed it because it happened so quick. And then Hangman, like, immediately bum-rushed Paul Turner. You know, like, what the fuck? So I'm like, did he get his shoulder up? No, he didn't. But, um, yeah, man, it was so good up until the finish, I think. Um, Right. Oh, Justin with a nice note here. After Hangman threw the chair at Mox, he rolled into the ring, and you can actually see. Of course, like obviously, <laughs> yeah. That, that's I'm, I'm, we'll have to zoom in on that. Like that's yeah. that's tight, obviously. Yeah. yeah, but the the energy was high here. Uh, I was torn, obviously, um, with these being my two boys. I have multiple shirts of both guys, but I chose to wear my Forbidden Door shirt because I could not choose. 
And the crowd was obviously pro Moxley being in Ohio. And hell, also, I did not know that his dad came out with him because we couldn't see that either. So that was fucking tight. Um, but um, I kind of found myself leaning towards Hangman crazy enough. I don't know. Yeah, what no, that, I kind of did too. Me. I mean, like Hangman. I'll always let Tim still, King hear me say that. But yeah, Hangman always still has that like big underdog kind of like stuff that's still like residual from his title run. You know, like it's hard to like disassociate what that was from him to a degree. I, I actually like, like the and stuff. Yeah, I like when both of these guys trend heel too. Like when we had Moxley trending heel against Punk in Chicago, and Hangman kind of trending heel both here and in Cincinnati. Um, I just like because we haven't we don't really see that side of either of these guys too much. Like, yeah, Hang or Moxley's obviously just a bad motherfucker always. Mm, for sure. But Hangman's kind of trending that way, you know, yeah. like this is a guy you don't want to fuck with. No. And he's a bad, bad motherfucker, and he's mean, and you don't want to cross him. And yeah, even at the end with like Claudio and Wheeler coming out, like he was like throwing blows with them and you know, maybe stuff. maybe we'll get a Claudio Hangman match for the ROH World Title. Like, sign me the fuck up. For yeah, that yeah, that, yeah. That could that that would be fucking fascinating. Justin, still a fantastic match. Really thinking these two are going to have a lights out match at Revolution. Absolutely, it'll be something. Whether it's lights out, last man standing, Texas Death Match, something of that sort, and it's going to be amazing. I'm still kind of surprised they've done three matches before that, but who the hell doesn't want to see this again? And like you said, on pay-per-view, you know, under the bright lights, and there's going to be a stipulation. I mean, yeah, all these matches have technically been just straight-up matches, but, I mean, Hangman fucking power-bombed him through a table outside. These are these yes. are no DQ matches, you know? <laughs> like, exactly, yeah. Um, also, we had Hang... Or, this happened basically twice in the show, we had Moxley sidestep the moonsault, and then he um, – what did he do after that? Oh, he just hammered him with a clothesline. And then yeah. later on, we had Samoa Joe kind of sidestep Darby's suicide dive. Yeah, yeah. Which really led to the finish of that match. Mm -hmm. But Yep, for sure. Um, yeah, not much else to say about this. These, these two are amazing, and the rivalry is outstanding. Who's going to win at Revolution? I mean, obviously, it's really, not that's a tough question. Yet, but yeah, like the yeah, yeah, that, that's as, that's as bit that's as much of like a you know wash as you know you can put it. Yeah, I guess we'll wait till we get closer to Revolution and this yeah. gets official before we start making. Yeah, it. yeah, and like and like incorporate the build up and stuff. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, what a feud this has been. I mean, hell, going back to what mid September. Obviously, we had Hangman out for a little bit, but. Uh, yeah, this is awesome. And really, you know, I just want to say since All Out, AEW's been fucking crushing it again. Yeah, yeah, you no, know? yeah, no, no. They've really kind of, you know, it's it, it's definitely uh like every definitely week, kind of picked I, it up I, like, like where, where they where they've extracted the drama, like yeah. like the the needless drama from Really, it, so. I'll say actually from full gear on. Because yes, I mean, some of the like but remember we were watching full gear we're like, "All right, AEW's back." I mean, yeah. I said that probably 10 times that mm -hmm. night, but just seems like every week now dynamite granted maybe i'm biased because i've been to the last two and they've both been amazing but mm -hmm. i don't know i'm fully back on board here it's, they've been crushing it the women's division is awesome i mean credit to my boy bj whitmer and thanks for the tickets yeah <laughs> um 
yeah, I'm just I'm very pleased with the state of the product right now. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, no, I think it's been pretty pretty nice and compelling for yes. sure. Then um, we had the bunny, the butcher, and the blade backstage with my girl Jamie Hader, and the bunny challenged her to an eliminator match. And then the real story here was they cut backstage to Soraya and Tony Storm beating up Britt Baker. Mm-hmm. Which to me, kind of all right. Britt and Jamie are baby faces now. Yeah, and they're, oh, yeah. And they're clearly going with this kind of homegrown AEW versus the WWE outsiders. And we we'll save it till Ruby's segment later. But I love this. I think yeah. this is great. I think, I mean, Jamie is already essentially a baby face anyway. The crowd has always loved Britt. So now let us cheer for them. Oh yeah, um, for and sure. And it's been super organic, you know. Like there hasn't mm-hmm. been any. They neither of them. Nothing forced or anything. They yeah. haven't changed the way they've acted in any way. It's, granted, Soraya and Tony have turned at mm-hmm. their expense, but yeah, I think this has been excellently done. And just like I said, in general, the women's division outside of Jade, and even that match last night was fine. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like, it was a solid, you know. But overall, the growth of this women's division, and I gotta give so much credit to Jamie Hayter. Like, she has put the division on her back and been having some of the best matches in AEW from the women, period. Um, Yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. So then we got the acclaimed versus uh, what is it, Turbo Floyd and what's the Truth Magnum? Who, if you recall, we saw they were on Dark last week in Lexington because they're from Kentucky. Like I've seen these guys at an indie show in Kentucky, and remember the crowd was fucking loving them last yeah. week on Dark. Um, granted, they got squashed here, but hell, these two made the most of their TV time. They had some fun expressions. Um, you know, here's how you really scissor. Mm-hmm. Um, so good work by the jobbers here. Oh yeah, um, for sure. But obviously the story kind of happened after, um, with the ass boys coming out and, um, eventually Billy was, or they were kind of talking shit to Billy, you know, like t- drowning his sorrows in a pill bottle and things mm-hmm. of that sort. So he, you know, he had already walked out of the ring. He's like, I'm done with all this shit. His sons are making fun of him, not making fun of him, just cutting his ass down. And yeah. then he comes in, he's like, all right, motherfucker, you get your tag title shot next week. So, you know, I feel like this has kind of been building for a very long time here. And credit to the ass boys. I mean, they are legitimate challengers. Yep. They, are, heels. they are one of the few heels that we've talked about. Like, we need some heel team challengers for the acclaimed here. Yep. But uh, yeah, I think they're deserving. Obvious. Well, I'm not going to say obviously they're not going to win. Um, you know, I could see a world where there is a swerve where yeah, Billy Gunn actually turns on the and joins like the pieces are there. You yeah. know, like I don't know if it's going to happen, but they're there. Yeah, it'll be intriguing. Um, and yeah, solid little segment here. Um, apparently there was an interview with Jungle Boy and Marvez that I've completely missed in the arena. Yeah. Where he said uh, he's had fun tagging with Hook, but this year he'll be a champion again and do it all by himself. All on his own. All right, Jack. And then we had my boy, Kanosuke Takeshita versus Brian Cage. And God 
damn it, I loved this. Um, yeah, this is good. Hard hitting, big suplexes, drops on the head. Just watching Takeshita live is fucking awesome. Uh, the man glides. He's a freak. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I would say this is the biggest win he's gotten in AEW. Oh, big time. Before. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, against like a very credible opponent. Yeah. And like to just like beat him kind of like he did. You know, very impressive. Yeah, with basically like a V-trigger. It was a running knee type move. But yeah, I mean, Cage looked every bit like the the machine that he is, as Azar said earlier. But uh, yeah, these two laid it all out there. They There were a lot of big moves. Like I said, a few head drops, which uh, reminded me of some 90s All Japan shit. But uh, yeah, this was great. And uh, big things to come from Takeshita later on in the show as well. Like I couldn't be happier with the way he's getting used now, now that he's signed full-time, living in the States. Everyone now knows how good he is. The crowds are reacting accordingly. I mean, the guy is a star, legitimately. And, yeah, I just love to see it all around. Yeah, no, I think, like, I don't know, this was just, I don't know, like, it it was crazy just to see, like, Brian Cage just get beat up like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Okay, um... Yeah, oh, my, my little uh, table here almost broke. Table up? Yeah, my table up. Then there was the jazz segment backstage with Renee where Jericho was singing once another match with Stalks, and Sammy had suggested the Garcia Guevara gauntlet, which I guess Starks has to beat uh, Angelo Parker. <laughs> I love how he's like, oh, beat me? <laughs> No chance as he's like combing his hair. Yeah. Daddy magic. And then either Sammy or Garcia. And then he'll finally get his match. Um, whatever. I mean, I like these guys, but I'm just tired of the whole, oh, you got to beat these five guys to get your match. You know, it's like MJF has done this a million times. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm and, fine and, with and, him doing it, but like well, this well, is already going on. Well, and yeah, and, 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 and for something lesser, you know, yeah. like, like that's the thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. But – I'm fine with this kind of little mini feud continuing. I mean, I think Starks and Jericho is good stuff. You know, they can both talk, and uh, the first match was pretty fun. So, uh, sure, yeah. Yeah. And then there were uh, the elite uh, shooting some hoops and talking about uh, defending the trios titles against Top Flight and AR Fox and then uh, Stokely and in, in the gym. Page. They were, they were yeah. in the, the, yeah. the right State gym. That's which, right. Uh, I don't know if that's, yeah, yeah, or, or practice gym, or I guess, was that the Nutter Center? Like like pre, you know, there? With, it like, probably the, was like pre-taped. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, I would assume so the right State Raiders practice in the Nutter Center. So yeah, They challenged the elite to a match on Rampage, which I saw. And was really good. Obviously, uh, it'll nice. be aired tomorrow. But yeah. uh, seeing Kenny live for the first time in quite a while, or, or no, we we got to I got to see him at one of the uh, at the Indianapolis Dynamite. But anyway, always a treat to see Kenneth Omega live. Okay. Uh, and then we got Brian Danielson defeating uh, Toothless Timothy Thatcher in 1338. Was this your first Timothy Thatcher match? I'm guessing it probably was. It was, yeah. Yeah, he's your classic grounded grappler. Uh, yeah, which, like, it was It was a very rolly grippy, you know. Yes. Like, that, that, that's what I was going to say about this motherfucker, you know. Yeah, like, did you enjoy just... it? Like, definitely I did. Yeah, I, I, change I, I, of pace from the rest of the card, I, which I, I did. think was I, welcomed. I did, you know, like, I definitely preferred, you know, 
the cage uh, to catch the match, um, and then the uh, Mox Hangman, and then as we get later, you know, Mimosa Joe and and Darby, you know, like I don't know, like that all I thought was a little bit Agre- totally more m- more engaging, at least to me. But I still thought this was, you know, compelling from an in ring sense. Yeah, and I mean the laying it out there, like we had. Frankly, I had all four of those matches at four plus stars. I'll go four on this one, four and a quarter on Takeshita, four and a half on the opener, four, seven, five on the main event. Obviously, being there kind of gives it a little bump. But the thing with those four matches is they were all very, very different. You know, the opener was just hard hitting, brutal slugfest. Two was kind of your like old school Japan style type match. This was straight up like grappling. And then we got like a hardcore insane type match. So just from like different styles of wrestling, we got such a nice buffet, so to speak, on this show for sure. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, this match, you know, was nothing, nothing amazing, but like, you know, two just awesome technical wrestlers going at it. And uh, I really enjoyed it. I mean, we knew Thatcher wasn't going to win, but thought this was a pretty nice showcase for him um he's so he's in pro wrestling noah now he had been in nxt for a little while um yeah i mean i guess he didn't really come off like nearly as big of the threat as kind of you know mjf was touting him but anyway it was enjoyable it was it was the most technical plot match i've seen in a while (laughs) and the real story here was uh takeshita Yep. coming out and attacking mjf and like basically where we were sitting like we were right across from where he came out and like all of a sudden i started seeing someone like creeping from across the way i'm like oh shit but just there's like little things that you can catch live that you never obviously see on yeah. tv um but yeah so those two were kind of battling up the ramp and then it showed they were battling backstage afterwards and we got MJF first to catch the next week, baby. Yeah, be pretty sick. Yeah. 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 Hell yeah. I can't fucking wait. And I guess it's technically an eliminator match, but again, I can't see MJF losing, but uh, yeah, another big spot for Takeshita. And I was kind of hoping this would happen as he's kind of gotten integrated into this feud and MJF had kind of talked shit about him a few weeks ago before the Brian Takeshita match. Um, so, yeah, one, I love this little alliance between Takeshita and uh, Brian. And two, I fucking love that Takeshita is going to get a shot at the world. Champion. Yeah, no, I think he deserves it. Like, man, this guy is so great. And I think, like, I don't know, like, he deserves this stage. Yeah. That, he, so that he's good. done. So good. Um, and then Excalibur said, oh, this was the Roosh, Preston Vance, and Jose. MJF had uh, the briefcase of money said uh, I actually missed this part live, but he said the first briefcase is free. And if rush beats Danielson, he can have five more. And he wants Roosh. I keep saying rush Roosh to rip yeah. Brian's arm off and beat him over the head with and put it in his butt. <laughs> MJF called dipshit and translated it. And Jose said they have a deal. Yeah. Uh, you know, kind of anticlimactic here in terms of this being the fifth pillar so to speak or whatever yeah, the, yeah no uh, pillar. Yeah. what were they calling the thing the five labor yeah, the yeah, five labors yeah like, like he did the like like the one with jericho is way better yeah well and like 
the first two matches were by far the best. The Takeshita yeah. and Bandito matches were both amazing. And yeah, the yeah. other two have both been really good, but it's like it's almost like it's like Takeshita Bandito and then Brian Cage kind of a plateau and then Thatcher and then like really we're just finishing with Roosh. I love Roosh. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but right. this just feels kind of random. And again, we know presumably we know where this is heading. Um is Roosh really going to beat Danielson? I don't think so. That's a really good question. <laughs> That's a really good question. I no, guess the better not. question is, can can MJF beat Danielson in a 60-minute match? Without, without interference? Yeah, like, could we get... We're getting too far ahead, but... I could see a world where Danielson wins the belt here. And yeah. drops it back, like pretty immediately yeah i don't know fuck let's just get there yeah. we'll wait till all this becomes official but yeah, uh it solidifies yeah so then yeah we had jade and red velvet i'll be honest this was a piss break for me and uh also learning that they stopped selling beer at 9 p.m but um i did come back for the best part which was where she basically hoisted her up and Climbed up the steps and chucked her in the ring, but the I will say the crowd was really into this. Um, and Red Velvet had herself a good match. I would yeah, say, yeah. Red you Velvet know, looked the top. best she had in quite a while because she's yeah. uh, been prone uh, to the botch quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, But yeah, the crowd was hyped for this. I mean, Jade always looks fucking great. She's a specimen. She's a spectacle. But she's just not. She just hasn't improved really. No, but, she's, uh, she's just stale. Yeah, just go to WWE already. <laughs> no, I want to like her, and I mostly do like her, but it's just like we got to see some progress here, and I'm still wanting to fast-forward your stuff more often than not. But I guess mm -hmm. this match and the Sky Blue match is a step in the right direction. Well, an interesting note, though, when Jade picked up her daughter and walked her up the ramp, um, it – Brandon Phillips. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, there was like, a big BP chant in the arena. No, no, see, no, see they, they didn't show him on camera either, and I yeah. was kind of waiting for that. Yeah, yeah. So he, I don't know if he probably had like rehab assignments in Dayton because this is the for the, the low A team yeah. for the Reds. Yeah, the Dragons. But yeah, there was a big like BP chant. I think it must have been during a commercial break, but that was pretty cool. Yeah. Okay, and uh, oh yeah, she's now fifty. You know. For what that's worth, yeah. Um, and like, who's gonna beat her too? Because like, all the dramas with like the baddies, I don't think any of the baddies are gonna beat her. Like, there's no, like literally like a quarter of her size. Yeah, I'm yeah. Still they, hoping yeah. on Chris Statlander. Yeah, there's there's really no direction with this outside of something coming in from the outside, which is what it's got to be. Which well, like, or Statlander returning from injury. Yeah, which I think we're pretty close to like the six month mark, which was yeah. like the minimum that she would come back. So. Mm. Because, man, she was getting hot before she got hurt again. And they were starting to use her right. Yeah. Yeah, I miss Statlander. I mean, imagine her kind of coming into this now revamped women's division. You know? Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that would be fascinating. Yeah. Um, okay, so this was the moment with Britt and Jamie and Ruby. Um, so Britt was in, like, the trainer's room, and Jamie was there, and Ruby came in. She asked if Britt was good. And, you know, Brits like those are your girls, you know, because she's a former WWE as well. And, 
you know, she's like, they're not my girls. I'm just, I just want to make sure you're okay. And she's like, yeah, I'm okay. So this is kind of, you know. Yeah, a movement toward that. that or maybe she, you know, maybe this is her kind of lulling them into uh, some trust. And then and she then turns boom. on yeah. them. I don't know. Because, you know, are we building towards a three-on-three three here? Because if, you know, Sheeta has got to still be in this mix some somehow. And I'm right. guessing she'll side with Britt and Jamie because there's already been some dissension with her and Pate or Soraya and Tony, and she is a true, you know, AEW original. So, you know, I could see this being Sheeta, Britt and Jamie, and then Ruby maybe turning on them. Yeah. But then, I, then, this is all, you know, I don't know. Maybe they'll go this route at revolution and they do this big like tag match instead of defending the title. Cause it seems like they're giving this a good amount of time. And you know, save for Thunder Rosa returning, there's not really like a clear challenger for Jamie right now. Unless no, there's not, it is yeah. Sor- you know, unless Soraya gets that shot, but I don't really want to see that quite yet. So. Yeah, not, 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 yeah, me neither. But regardless, this is all good, good stuff, positive direction, and uh, yeah, really loving the uh, this section of the women's division and what they've been doing. Mm-hmm. So we get into the main event of the evening, and god damn, this was a pleasure to be there for. Yeah, um, yeah Mimosa Joe, like you said, he is now a two-time TNT champ. Uh, man, what an amazing short reign by Darby, defending the belt every week. He yeah. got to take it over to Japan, which was cool. Um, and yeah. Real, just this was a complete just fuck fest of a hardcore brutal beautiful match exactly um, yeah darby coming out with we couldn't tell like that it was t- thumbtacks but i'm like yeah there's studs in the jacket or something yeah and, and like like he had so many wardrobe malfunctions with that jacket oh yeah when he that, like um, climbed the top and he just like couldn't it on, get it on well, and joe like trying to get it off like like it definitely was uh hard to deal with I yeah noticed. yeah 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 hard to get you um, to, hard hard to get it to do what you wanted it to do yeah uh what do you think of this sucker yeah i thought this was great you know yeah. um, i think like you had the classic darby getting thrown around but like with joe it's not so much like i'm a big angry bad guy like wardlow or miro with like the big crazy wide eyes you know like joe's a lot more like clinical about it calculated you know? yeah 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 which like i don't know i, I prefer joe as a wrestler over both of those guys for sure Man, you what know. a run he's had. Yeah. Joe's and, been awesome. Yeah, and, like, you know, he, he like, it, it's just, he never, like, blows his load in the beginning. Like, he just kind of, like, sure has, like, those moments. Like, there's one moment where he just kind of heaved him out of the ring. God, you know, yeah. and, like, and, like, very yeah. close to that table, too. Well, well, because well, yeah, think, where we were sitting, we're like, oh, shit. <laughs> well, do you think that they would heave him into the table for the big spot? But, no, it was just kind of just getting yeah, him just, out of the way. Just showing his strength. And, again, credit to Darby. Like, that man just bumps around for like the three matches they've had. Like he just put his fucking body on the line. And oh yeah. This it, one it, more so than any of them, but yeah. what these two were perfect opponents for each other. They are. Yeah. Yeah. And Joe, like, especially Joe, it, it, he just doesn't like celebrate that like bigness or just like, I'm like way bigger than you and I'm going to power bomb you a zillion times and yell and scream, you know, <laughs> like, like Joe's just kind of like, you know, much more subdued, um, and nuanced and, uh, like, like I believe I said this way back during the the Wardlow and who else was he fighting? It was him. Wardlow what was that triple threat. Uh, Hobbs. Hobbs. Yeah, you know he's a wild, uh, a savvy veteran. Yes. You know, and um, and I appreciated about that about Joe. You know, 
Yeah. Like, so, you know, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Do you have no. another thought? Oh, no. I was just going to say that I like him, you know, more than any of those guys as a wrestler just because of just how smart he is. Yeah, absolutely. And early in this match, we had the, the awesome moment where Joe was on the outside and he was getting the table and Darby just fucking torpedoed. <laughs> right into that table oh yeah that was great yeah um and then yeah that's when they shortly after that that's when they kind of came up into the crowd which was again like one section over from us and we couldn't see shit nothing on the screens we finally got him to turn it on um but yeah rare to see two matches you know go up into the crowd and it was the same spot in the crowd too yeah um but man there was just so much that happened here um just hard to even recap but there oh, was yeah. only like 15 and a half minutes i mean felt longer in the best kind of way like just because they got so much shit in um but let's yeah he had the moment where he threw him over um joe hit him with a brain buster then he got the chairs oh and then yeah he slammed him onto the edge of the, edge, the edge of the chairs which is like hurt like hell like back <laughs> yeah. first yeah um and then darby I did, did not see this live, but he I guess he had some powder. Yeah, he, he did. Joe's in Joe's face. Like, we Especially definitely... when Joe was like bleeding like right up here. Yeah. Like, he had a big cut like right above his eyebrow. Yeah, I did not notice that until watching it back. And then he hit the the destroyer. They hit the stunner. Um, and yeah, that's when he tried to put the thumbtack jacket on. Yeah. Um, and then he like had it just hanging around like his neck. Like, he yeah, because he had to like take the sleeves and like push him back out, which like, yeah, the, yeah. then those tacks were like facing in that would have cut yeah. your arm up. So like there's nothing he could do ultimately, no. you know, and again, you have literally hard to like, think through that a know? few yeah. seconds. To, and I, I actually liked how one of the announcers was like, well, you better do it soon. And then he's just like, fuck it and just jump. Yeah. Um, so we had Joe kick out of the coffin drop, which let me take us back to the first match because we did not talk about Moxley kicking out of the buckshot. He did kick out the buckshot. Oh, oh yeah. Just that is something worth noting. I watched, I, the, uh, I watched I that at like five in the morning when I woke up. Like it was tight. <laughs> it was pretty cool. I can't remember anyone else kicking out of it, or at least yeah. last night, like off the top of my head, I could not. Uh, for. Uh, we haven't gotten any comments lately, but anyone out there, if you're still watching, let us know if uh, you know if anyone is kicked out of a hangman buckshot Larry. Because yes. I can't think of one. Is but, it... yeah, and the coffin drop, too. You don't see that happen very often. But, you know, at that point, once he kicked out of the coffin drop, that's what I'm like, I think Joe might win this match. Right. Um, and let's see. That's when he basically – so after he – hit the coffin drop that's when he started tearing the ring apart and yeah and it took him a long time on tv it really did did. yeah i i forgot what joe was doing because like he was just kind of the camera was still on him just like cutting it especially there were like tougher ropes to cut yeah and he was like really kind of getting into it and i I know sort of like where's joe yeah you know like what is joe doing you know (laughs) yeah but uh like i said always a treat when you get to see the ring ripped up because uh that's something that doesn't happen very often um yeah, so that basically right after he ripped the ring up, that's when he went. Darby went for that suicide dive on the outside. Joe sidestepped. He went through the table. Um, Joe power bombs him onto the thumbtack jacket, and then Darby fucking brutally puts his thumbs in Joe's eyes right there. Oh yeah, yeah, that was pretty awesome. hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then 
Darby hit him with the steel chair. Climbs did the chop, the chop top. Joe shoves the ref into the ropes, gets his dick cut on the uh, cut, <laughs> gets his nuts dragged on the turnbuckle. And then he gives him the muscle buster. He overshoots it a little bit, and Joe ends up taking most of the bump on the wood, but it was still pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. And he gets the dub. And Samoa Joe, oh shit, I've got it right here. Where's that? Yeah. Is now again the true official one king of television. Yes. Both the TNT champion and the Ring of Honor world television champion. But wait, we're not done yet. Nope. This is war! Former TNT champ Wardlow comes back in his home state to get his revenge over Joe. Yeah, with this, with his like gelled up hair, you know, fighting all the guys, fighting all the security guard guys. Yeah, yeah. But it was a cool little return, even though he'd only been gone for a month. Um, Mm -hmm. It did feel longer than that. Um. Yeah, you had said, I think it was before we started recording, or maybe maybe we already had, but uh, what are your thoughts on the title change here? You know, like, I think it was a good match. I, I wish, like, all the changes weren't so sudden with this, you know, but I still think, you know, net positive, but not by, like, a shit ton. Well, and like I said, at least Darby was retaining the belt every week. You know, I think he yeah. had four title defenses, and he won it, like, less than a month ago right um so still a very fruitful second reign for darby was very happy it happened because as we've said a lot on this program like it's the world just feels right when darby allen is the t yeah 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 yeah, it just made sense but also it feels right with joe too it really does it 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 does like i'm glad these two kind of have this like push pull with it you know i'm interested to see where it goes i know that it's going to be a big big guy bout again like where the hell's miro obviously but uh Jesus, fuck, you're right about that. Um, yeah, uh, let's just hope they book Wardlow a little better this time. Um, yes. You know, I, I guess he's probably going to win the TNT championship back at some point. I don't know, but let's just make it interesting here because from basically the moment he won the TNT championship up until losing it because that three-way was great i thought like he just wasn't like he had seemed to lose all the steam he had coming you know before he beat mjf it's like everything kind of went downhill after that unfortunately pretty much yeah it just kind of you know just settled into just boring give give you a zillion power bombs yeah shit, like the know? only one of the few interesting like title defenses he had was like the first one against orange cassidy which was just like a random dynamite match yep um but yeah, we know he's got it. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's do some interesting stuff with him. You know, Fun. please do. Both for butter. All right. Well, shit. This has been a ton of fun. Um, it is. Yeah. I know right. the commenters have kind of tailed off here, but thank you to everyone who tuned in. And yeah, commented. yeah. No, this no. This was, was a lot of fun. A it, ton it, of it fun. Went off without a hitch. I do. Definitely say. plan to do this more often. I'm yeah. sure we'll be doing some sort of live stream for our 100th. You know, maybe not like the official episode, but something in that time frame. 99.5. Yeah, <laughs> or one one hundred point five, whatever it may the be. The Fox Rocks. Um, yeah, subscribe to us on YouTube if you do not already, and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Brainbuster Boys. 
hey, we've grown like 60 something fa- or Instagram followers since I've started like paying more attention to it. Oh, so. oh that's exciting. Yeah. That's, that's cool. That's, We're up to like cool. 361 or something. So. For sure. Yeah. And buy this shit up here above me. Oh, yeah. Buy and that buy shit. Buy that shit. Great products. Yeah. Underwear's got the hog pouch. It's great. Yeah. Beard hedger. I can't wait uh, to use that motherfucker. Um, yeah. yeah, you got anything else here to say before we all close her out? The seat wings far back. No, uh, I guess. Uh, oh, yeah, it's nice. So we'll lean back again. Sayonara. Lean back. Lean back. Got my mind on my money and my money on my mind. Bye bye, baby. Bye.